Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 8 o'clock hour here on Sean and RJ on 105 to the Phantom. RJ Choppy, he is Bobby Belt. Sean is back on Tuesday. Uh, Peyton and Ryan alongside. We've got Craig Way, voice of the Texas Longhorns, coming up at 920, getting you set for that massive Final Four game against the University of Washington, 745 on uh, the 1st. Yep. Do you think I make it through to Craig Way? With your voice? Yeah. I think you will save your voice to purposely make it through to Craig Way. This is your team, man. It is. If we had the great Bob Kessling on, the Tennessee volunteer announcer, mm-hmm. I'd I'd do whatever I had to. Whatever. For the most part, within reason. That's good. I prefer John Ward if he was doing it still, but rest in peace. I'm uh, Ward. We're we're getting through. I feel like I'm starting to hit a little bit of a rhythm with it. It's not it's, I don't. it's not as <laughs> Peyton, is it getting any better? No, it's gotten really worse. I don't know what tea you're drinking. If it's green tea, sweet tea, but yeah, it's Bigelow. It's Bigelow tea. It looks like uh, it looks like a green tea. Yeah. Have now, now to be fair, I haven't had any in about an hour, dude. So I probably now, need that a, a Pepsi reset. too. Yeah, the it? Pepsi was yeah. Yeah. A, well, that's... a Pepsi zero sugar. I'd like to point out. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Zero sugar. So, uh, no, I'm trying. God, we're we're we're, we're battling. Pepsi. That's an off. That is awfully dark, man. That looks like it's thick, thick. That Pepsi. With two C's. Yeah, that looks like it. So Bobby's uh, under the uh, under the weather. He's got a five-hour. I hour, feel fine. I just I don't have a voice. Five-hour drive. Uh, you may not have a voice after this drive you're going on. <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk the whole drive. You, over may, there. you might have. You might be. It might be defense. I don't know. Not talking. It might be defending yourself. Who knows? I, I, I might be in trouble. It's been a rough morning for Bobby. Yeah, I, I got a text during the break. I think I'm in trouble because I said the. Their chick who got arrested was cute. In trouble with the wife, in trouble with the boss. I mean, he was in trouble. <laughs> he, was in trouble. he was just in trouble all over the place, man. I feel for you. Uh, okay, uh, let's uh, let's pick this game We're here. Battling over here. Let's pick this game here. I'll give you my five things real quick. Give them to on. me. All right, here we go. Number one, the five things I want to see from the Cowboys on Sunday. Uh, get to golf from up the middle. He is really good at stepping up in pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you rush him from the outside to create more space, when you rush at him from the middle, he's cooked. I think this is a steady dose of Mike up the uh, up the middle here. I could definitely see that. Um, it, it's really tough because Ragnow's been good at center. Uh, if you're going to go up the middle, you may want to try or, or try and attack between the tackles. You may want to try and attack Jonah Jackson, the uh, the left guard over there, because that's where you've seen some vulnerability on their offensive line. Ragnow had a bad game last week. They could not get. They they had like eight delay games in that game i don't know if it was something he just wasn't picking up yeah the clock the noise they really got to him see, against Minnesota. See, communication happens everywhere it does no doubt uh number two don't let gibbs beat you in the passing game <sighs> that's gonna be tough in space he's a nightmare he's absolutely somebody who could cause nightmares for them especially with the way that the cowboys have a tendency to over pursue in defense with the way that they attack he is somebody who will take advantage of that if you let him uh yeah he will uh he, he's he's 
he's a good pass catcher. Not great. He'll take his eye off the ball, but he's he was he was good at Alabama. Um, they overdrafted him, didn't they? At least that was the thought. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who just think you overdraft by taking a running back anywhere. But there were a lot of people who were really high on Jameer Gibbs. If you val- if you still think running back is a valuable position, I think most people felt like Gibbs and Bijan Robinson were the two running backs you would take there. Okay, has he been better than Bijan this year? Um. Probably because he's got a coach who knows what he's doing. Not a fan of Arthur Smith. Nope, huh? not at all. So he he can he can go straight to the unemployment line. You've ruined my running back so far. He's gonna go. I mean, he'll be an OC next year for sure. They, ju- they just got fired, or they just got fined. Atlanta, by the way, for remember several weeks back when we we're like, why didn't Bijan Robinson play at all? And then we find out later, it's like, oh yeah, he wasn't feeling well, so they got fined for hiding him on the injury report. Uh, way to go, Arthur Smith yeah, and your Peyton Russell mustache. All right, number three. <laughs> number <laughs> it is <laughs> number three. Oh, Peyton with the Sharif hands. All right, number three. Beware the trick play on offense. Uh, ben Johnson will absolutely dial up a flea flicker on you. A couple double reverses. He will absolutely do that. Nick Eatman's a big fan of the flea flicker. He thinks you should run it once a game. Just do it once a game. Period. I missed the flea flicker. When was the last time we saw one from the Cowboys? Drew Bledsoe. Nah, it hasn't been that long. But <laughs> it's, it, been but a it's, while. it's been Bill used to love those. Lo- Bill, Bill loved them. Bill would do them between the 40s. That was his sweet spot. If you were between the 40s, that's where he'd break out a trick play. I I, I remember Bill more than uh, busting it out on the first play of the game. Oh, yeah. He would love to come out with a flea flicker. I, look, I, I, I really do love the flea flicker. And like Nick Eatman says, why not? Get, just give it a shot. Throw it out do there. It. Why not? Once a game. Number four, expect a fake punt. Campbell is a gambler. He's got no problem going for a fake punt deep in his own territory. If they are punting on fourth and one, they are not punting on fourth and one. They are flea, They are they are fake punting on fourth and one. That's what they're going to do. And then number five, give help to Aiden Hutchinson. If you want to win this game, render him useless by any means necessary. Uh, he loves to uh, – he is he is really good at the strip sack. Uh, going after the ball, he's just fantastic. He's got a great motor, so beware of Agent Aiden Hutchinson. Those are the five things. I like all those. I think those are, are important. And Tyron Smith, it's, it's good news that you're likely getting him back in this game because you're going to need him because Aiden Hutchinson has been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he has. So uh, let's uh, let's give a pick here, Bobby. All right, so uh, your five things for me. <laughs> I, I I'm at a point where I'm going to believe the Cowboys are going to consistently score 38, 40 points roughly at home every time until I see them fail to do so. Like that's just what this team does when they're at home. Uh, so I think that they will bounce back. I think they'll put up big point totals in this one. Uh, but I also think that there's a lot of susceptibility to what Detroit likes to do and the way Detroit likes to attack you. I think Dallas continues their home winning streak, bumps it up from 15, gets to a full 16 games. Uh, but I do think that this game will mirror a little bit similarly to what we saw in the Seattle game a couple weeks back. Very high scoring, some back and forth, some moments where maybe you feel like it's in doubt. But I have the Cowboys winning this one 42-31. to 42-31, double-digit victory. Yep. Okay. Hit, that, hit that over. Smash that yeah, over. Yeah. And it, also on the truckwreck.com fan text, send us your picks, uh, 877-881-1053. Listen, if the Cowboys uh, uh, get to 41, that over is going to hit by halftime for crying out loud. Uh, I like the Cowboys to win this game as well, too. Um, I was on Miami and I was on Buffalo each of the last two weeks. Uh, I like the Cowboys to win this one. 
They're a different team at home. I think they win it somewhere in the 31-24, 34-30 kind of range. I think the overplays. I think the over hits. I'm not going to say super comfortably, but that is definitely what the play is. The the play in the under, you're going to need a lot of turnovers in the red zone to have the under hit. Yeah. That's what you're going to need. If 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 you're going to play the under in this game, you're hoping for an eight-play, six-minute drive that results in a missed field goal or that results in a turnover in the in the red zone. These teams move the ball, both of them. Man, they do. They really do. It's, it's going to be a nightmare to match up with them, though, offensively. Their offense is so good. Like, not, not, not from a – they just got weapons. Yeah. They've got guys that can get open, and, 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 and they're tough. And they're, they're really good in the trenches. They will move – guys in the run game and they will pass protect really well but their defense i mean they nick mullins moved the ball at will against them at times they had a lot of turnovers so they still moved the ball those outside corners we talked about it with mccarthy brian branch their nickel's really good their safety's really good between the hashes between the numbers they're they're really good if you throw outside the numbers they're susceptible cj uh playing in this one uh it does not appear so no and so that you do have cameron sutton is their big corner that they have in this one go Vols. that's the guy you need to attack go balls well yeah. he he got uh he got worked by jefferson justin jefferson i don't even say worked like jefferson just it works everybody but there was a play that i think sutton didn't even think that he was going to get to and he's like so he just kind of let up on it and then here comes justin jefferson out of nowhere boy they're very negative on the truckhack.com fans so really? what was your score here like 31 24 Cowboys, maybe 34 30. 214 Detroit, 30 to 17. Uh, 940 Hankins out. I'll take the lines at a shootout. Lines may run for 200 plus. 214 Lions win 31 28. Uh, we got Cowboys from the 972 35 21. 817 says Cowboys 34 to 21. 904 says 28 27 Cowboys. Yeah, and then uh, some people are saying a 50 plus point total. Games have gone under 12 or 13 times. I don't know if that's true. It may be. Uh, we also, at the beginning of this year, were on like an unprecedented run of unders and primetime games hitting. A what run? Unprecedented run. It's unprecedented. Unprecedented. Unprecedented, yes. Run of unders and primetime games hitting. That's kind of gone away a little bit. Uh, it's, it's more leveled out. Uh, I just don't see how either of these teams are. are this, this, is, this, is a big, this is a big This is a big number. I don't know that Vegas could put a number high enough in this. That's just me. I, I, like going into this, I, I don't. I don't see how you could have a number too high. Twelo Andy says twenty-eight, twenty-four Cowboys. So, uh, well, that's not, a uh, bit no. I hope not, because that would be that's that's fifty-two. Yeah, I need I need one more. I need one more well, out of you. Hey, you remember Twelo Andy? He 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 wins his bets too. He's a degenerate just like you. He he brought you in your your Tennessee Volunteers cutting board. Yes, he is. Yes, and he everything. Did. So, Peyton, be interesting. Um, let's see. Both the Eagles and 49ers had a three-game losing streak. It's the Cowboys' turn. They lose. I Wow. Man, that's depressing. Peyton, who do you have? Yeah, I got the Cowboys here 38-30. I think kind of plays out like the uh, Seahawks game. Back and forth, Cowboys strike early, but then you have some big plays by the Lions because their offense can carry with you. I think Jameer Gibbs runs for a lot. I think they're going to pick up a lot on what uh, you know Buffalo and Miami did to the Cowboys last two weeks. But, I mean, Detroit's a good away team. They're 6-2 and two on the road this season, so I don't think it's going to be one of those easy ones they uh, are, just because they're at, at AT&T. I, I'll tell you, like, I, I, and I like Detroit a lot. I, I just don't. I don't see how the Cowboys lose this game. I really don't see how they lose. 
I don't either. Like I just, I, I, they're playing at home. They're just a different team at home. It's a, it's a different. Nobody wants to play Dallas at AT and T. Spread is five and a half two right now is what I'm looking at. So it dropped a little bit. It's down to five and a half. Yeah, that's what ESPN has. I think they're Caesars. What they look at. By the way, oh, if, they probably look at ESPN Bet, right? Uh, ESPN Bet. Yep, that's right. By the if, way, I never use them. If you it's five and a half. If you are correct that the Cowboys beat the Lions, Peyton, you know what that means. You got to shave your head. Nope. You're oh. going gonna to take an L in your power rankings because you put the Lions ahead of the Cowboys. Oh, look at you, Peyton. Yeah, because I know that's why you put the Cowboys in there because you knew they would I win this I think the Cowboys week. are yeah. better than Detroit. That's why I did it. You, you can't lose two in a row and still be in your top five. That's Man. not how that works. The amount of that's people. That's just biasness. Yeah. Coming in. You had the 49ers in the, in the top five still after they lost three in a row. No, I did not. Yes, you did. No, I was clowned for not having them in there. Well, rightfully so. They're the second best team in the uh, NFL right Bobby, now. I am with you. I am stunned the amount of people who are picking the Lions. There's a lot of people who are very down on this, which is surprising to me. Dallas is just a bet. Don't let the last yeah. two weeks dissuade you from how good they are at AT&T Stadium. They are very, very good there. They are, they are so good. Yvonne would say they're too negative on the fan page. Yvonne would say that, and then Brian would push back. Ma'am? Yep. And this is right for the 4 3 It all depends on which golf you get. It does. I mean, if he plays well, they got a, they got a, they got a chance. I mean, they, they have a puncher's chance, but man, I, I just don't. I think it's a bad matchup for them. I think I think I think Detroit. Like I know they've got like a lot of weapons on offense. I think they much rather a knockdown, drag it out, twenty-one twenty game than thirty-eight thirty-five. Yeah, I think they they much rather play in that kind of zone. Okay, uh, there we have it. A little bit uh, our picks uh, for this weekend's game are the Kansas City Chiefs cracking. Is that oh? Man, Mahomes is, he's a crybaby. He is crying. He is crying. Are they cracking? It's all coming up next on 105.3 The Fam. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Curry <laughs> drives the pocket pass, stolen by Nunn. Edwards, pull up three, cash! I'm talking my ear next time. Man, there you, you want to credit that? Who was that? Uh, that would be Minnesota TV. Minnesota TV, Anthony Edwards, 44 points. Timberwolves beat the Mavericks without Luka, without Kyrie. Uh, 118-110. Just blech. Yeah. Blech. Losing these last two games. This one, I felt more encouraged by than the Cleveland game, though. Cleveland, you're at home. Should have beat them. You were up 20. This one, it was impressive. You were even up in the third quarter at one point without Luka, without Kyrie. 
going against the best team in the West. Derek Lively in foul trouble. Tim Hardaway Jr. was really impressive last night. So I thought there were some positive things you could take away from last night. Just ultimately fell short. Yeah, it did fall short. Uh, I was in more in on the football game than this. Because you're just in love with Joe Flacco at this point. I hate Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco is... Is he your favorite story of this season, though? Favorite story? Yeah, is that, is that, has that become your favorite storyline of this season? He uh, is rapidly shooting up Vegas's odds of comeback player of the year. Who else would be on it? Demar Hamlin. Oh, yeah. That's... I think Flacco's plus 110 or something right now. And Hamlin's still the favorite? Yeah, he's like minus 155. That's what I saw from, I think, DraftKings, maybe. So, that's interesting. Like, what is the... What what is what is the comeback player of the year? Is it the guy who comes back from the worst injury, or is it the guy who plays the best coming back from any injury? And yeah, you Flack would have to be really good to top coming back from death. Death, yeah, like literally death. Yes, because I'm so, saying playing he's, any amount. What did Hamlin play? Have one game so far? He's played some special teams and stuff, but yeah, he he hasn't had like a major impact. That'd be tough, man. Be, I mean, Flacco obviously has played much better. He he would deserve the award, but it's it, you, that is a um, that's an award of like you know not necessarily of per- performance. It's not necessarily a performance award. No, it's like a um, it is a the the award is generally like the rehab award. It, it's the the most impressive rehabilitation is essentially what the award comes down to, except, I guess, the year when Dak was coming back and they gave it to Burrow. So, remember Dak, he was also going back. Dak was the favorite for, like, 16 weeks, and then he was just playing so poorly with the calf injury at the end of that yeah. season that Burrow took and it. And Burrow had an ACL. Yep. Okay, so they both had significant injuries. But to me, it was Burrow's rookie year, essentially. It was. he got hurt a couple games in yeah. his rookie year, and you so... Know, Alex Smith won it. Yeah. Um... You know, so you've had I mean, you've had guys come back from from tough injuries uh, that have won this, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see who winds up. That, that, that is he is a good story though, uh, and I and I love those Browns white uniforms that they wore last. Oh, night. they were they were very clear. Man, he is re-energized though. Yeah, Flacco, yeah. you see how like pumped he was on the sideline yep. a couple different times. Yep, he knows he 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 knows he is. He one knows t- this is his last chance. He's one touchdown away from passing. He's now equal to Sean Watson's touchdown total in Cleveland for his career. I mean, he bad. knows he's 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 five more wins away from the Hall of Fame. Yeah, at this point, that's no. the, according to you. According to me, uh, are the Chiefs according cracking? Are the Chiefs cracking? This is Travis Kelsey on his podcast, uh, the New Heights Pod that he does with his with his brother, Oh, Swelsey. Um, talking about the Chiefs' offensive woes. It's uh, it's just a it's a frustrating experience right now and um every single day we're going in here fixing it i promise you guys uh and it's not just one guy I, i'm it's not just me playing like dog shit. it's not just uh us not being able to get the run game going it's not just us not being on the same page passing wise it's, it's everybody's in this thing together everybody at some point um isn't being accountable and we all just gotta bring it together man um, and put it together. And I think uh, we, we're taking a lot of learning learning shots. Uh, and, and unfortunately, we've lost a lot of those games. In years past, we've won those games, found a way to win at the end. Special teams, same thing. It's, it's really just our defense that's keeping us in games 
Um, yeah. we, were, we were really, you know, banking on the defense, giving us one last drive, but it, we played so trash as an offense that we put the defense in a really, really tough spot there at the end of the game. And it was uh, one play can just, you know, seal it. And, uh, and that's what happened there in the fourth quarter. And it's just it's frustrating when, you know, you got the guys and you got everybody that you need um, and just things just aren't going your way around. He threw his helmet down the sideline. Andy Reid, dude, he almost hit somebody with that. He's got to be a little less reckless. Andy Reid was like, dude, sit down. Like Mahomes, they go out the, they go out for the next play, and Mahomes like, where's Kelsey? He looks back at the sideline like, guys, where is he? And they're like, no, he's he's benched for a play or two. Um, they are. Boy, I do like they're on that clip. I was chuckling about it. Like, he's in the middle just talking about, like, we were awful. But, and then Jason Kelsey's like, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Like, yes. which yes. is kind of funny. Like, they're brothers, so it's cool. But like, if somebody else on another team was like talking, you go like, "Yeah, y'all were awful. Y'all are terrible." Yeah. Like, they, look, you wouldn't put up with it. No, but players know when they're bad. It's just so funny though that he's like, and we were just terrible as an offense. He's like, "Yeah, uh huh, yeah." Like, I saw it. That was that was pretty bad, bro. But players know, right? They know. Yes, Dak yeah. knows when he's had an off game. Yeah, that's what Dak always says to like whatever everybody comes to. He's like, "Yeah, you don't have to say it to me. I know. I know when I was I bad. I, and I know I they was know. bad. They know. They're not dumb." Um, they have more drop passes than any team in the NFL. They have 34 of them. They have the most penalties in the NFL with 56. Um, you know, what's wild about Kansas city. They're running in the same thing. Dallas is. So they have the largest disparity. Dallas has the second largest disparity in holding calls called against them versus holding calls drawn. Oh, really? So Kansas city has drawn the fewest holding calls in the NFL. Dallas is second. Kansas City has the most holding calls called against them this year. Dallas is like third. Wow, they're sixth in turnovers. They've lost three. They've uh, they've lost three of their past four. Uh, they still own a two game lead in the conference in the division. They had minus eighteen yards of offense in the first quarter of their game with the uh, with the Raiders. Lowest opening period total for any team in twelve years. Uh, they're they're a nightmare right now, and they are cracking, man. They are cracking. Patrick Mahomes is. You could see him on the uh, in the in the game on the sideline. Doesn't matter if it's on the sideline or in the game. He is he like he's getting to the point where I'm more annoyed by him than his wife because he doesn't stop crying. It's like, dude, enough, are you telling me you're out on Patrick Mahomes? Now? I, I I love Mahomes. He's still one of my favorite players in the league. But like, man, like like you're you're turning you're turning people off. Like nobody wants to see you cry and complain. You've not played a road playoff game in your life pipe down dude wow that is uh like that, come on that, that's quite the charge i don't want to i don't want it's just annoying man i don't want to see him i don't want to see him go down that road because I, I love him as a player i don't want to see him go down that road this as, is, as a complainer. this is the, this is the yoko ono effect though this is taylor swift that's where this comes down to chop I'm not bothered by it. I love that relay. I, I I feel happy for him. You can be happy for them and then still recognize the damage it's doing on the football field. Well, now because I wasn't happy with uh, with Yoko and and I wasn't happy for John. I guess Lennon I, I and guess Yoko. I yeah. I guess I, I wasn't alive, but whatever. Man, my, to this day, the greatest nickname in the history of the NFL was when Cowboys fans nicknamed Jessica Simpson Yoko Romo. It's great. That was so. It, 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 was, it was fantastic. That was so good. But very good. Do you think any of, like, I know we're just, I'm trolling here and, and playing, obviously. But do you ever think anything like that could impact a team's focus? Like, do you think Taylor Swift attention could ever impact, like, what a team is focused on during the week and their preparation? 
like the media attention and the other things. I wonder if it could ever possibly disrupt because we joke about it, and I don't think it could ever be as big an impact as like social media likes to make it out to be. But I do wonder if it takes any sort of a toll. Not in its present construction, but if Patrick Mahomes starts dating Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. then yes, then it matters. Then it might because he because it would then there would be a rift rift between him and Kelsey. Oh, say like that. Now obviously Mahomes is married, whatever. But let's just say. Let's just say Mahomes was single and Taylor is with Kelsey and all of a sudden by week seven, she she is now with Patrick Mahomes Fleetwood Mac style. Uh, then then, yes, that becomes a problem. I would man. There are so many instances. I'll just reference one that's been very public. The only the only one that we know of that's been public. There have been several of them across the league, but the number of instances of I dated this girl, and then my teammate came on the other side and dated her after, and the problems that caused in the locker room okay. has happened so many times in the NFL. It, oh, ha- it yeah. happened Zeke's rookie year. And again, this is one that's public. Well, it's out there. Lucky Whitehead. Tiffany Thompson, the girl who had accused Zeke at Ohio State of, of the domestic violence incident. Mm-hmm. Lucky Whitehead started uh, dating her. Hanging out. Or, or hanging out with her or whatever else. And it's funny, that happened, that came to light right after the Pittsburgh game. And if you go back and look at Lucky Whitehead's snaps for the team, after the Pittsburgh game, it went zoop. Really? Yep. Wow. Declined significantly after the Pittsburgh game. Yeah, I, I could see that. And and look, the NFL is a small circle. Um, You know, it, it's it's a small circle. It's not uncommon in, in professional sports for... Uh, at you athletes to be dating the same girl, you know, sometimes at the same time, sometimes years apart. Yeah. It's it's not uncommon. No. They, they often run with the same crowd. Uh, Dante Hall, remember him? I do. The uh, original throw up the X. He said that Patrick Mahomes needs to be a check down quarterback like some other all-time great. Patrick Mahomes, I love you. You're my favorite quarterback. But I think you need to fall in love with the mundane. Yes, for five years we have been used to the big plays of Tyreek, to Kelsey, and all of that. It's time to be check down Tom Brady. <laughs> fall in love with the swing route, the check downs. These plays have been there for the taking, and that's pretty much what we need to get back to, right? Check down. When it's there, take it. Don't look for the big play. Let's get a rhythm. If it's a five-yard check down, throw it to him. And then the last thing I'll end on this. Body language is everything. When you are screaming and yelling at your players, that permeates negatively. When you have what you have had in the first five years, that poker face, we know we're going to win this in the end, that permeates positively. Get back to being positive and not so, you know, ah, on the sideline with your guy. Man, that's a little shot of Brady, though. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's the same shot a lot of people have taken for a number of years. And as somebody who was on the, not not the receiving end specifically of New England at that time, but as somebody who was in the AFC trying to conquer the oh, New yeah. England legacy, I'm sure Dante Hall's a little better. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. But I mean, the Chiefs were never like a threat back then. I mean, the Chiefs were the best team in the NFL in 03, I think it was. They had the best record in the NFL. Best record in the NFL, I mean, the best team. They were really damn good on offense. Was that, that the was game the, where they that played? The, that was the game played against uh, Manning in the playoffs. Yeah, where nobody, there were no punts. nobody punted. Yeah, Priest Holmes set the record that year for like most touchdowns in NFL history. That was that was a pretty good yeah, team. Indy won that like that they just like couldn't get any stops. Thirty-five or something. They couldn't get any stops. Some crazy score. So 
Interesting. Uh, there you go. There's. Uh, I think the Chiefs are cracking, man. I think they're cracking a little bit. It wouldn't surprise. It would not stun me if they go one and done, and it wouldn't stun me if they make the Super Bowl. No, wouldn't yeah, stun either, me either way. That, it's honestly the same thing I'd say about Buffalo. Wouldn't stun me if they went one and done. Wouldn't stun me if they won the Super Bowl. No, nope. wouldn't wouldn't stun me at all. Mike McCarthy, Cowboys head coach, coming up next on 105 through the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It is time now for the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys on Sean and RJ on 105.3 The Fan. Mike McCarthy uh, will be joining us here. Uh, Sean and RJ. Bobby is in for Sean. Sean's out. He'll be back next week. And that is brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Good morning, Coach. How are we doing today? Uh, doing well, RJ. How was your vacation, most importantly? Ah, it was wow. uh, It was relaxed. I played golf. I played golf in like 40-degree weather. How was your Christmas? Uh, did you go to Vegas again? No, I did not go to <laughs> Vegas again. That was last year. I Because uh, we're, we're going for the Super Bowl. You guys will be there, too. Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, there you go. Yeah. I like the way you're thinking. Yeah. How was the Christmas? Good? Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we had to work. <laughs> no, it was nice. Yeah. It was uh, short and sweet. But, um, you know, obviously with this Saturday night game. So, um, we had to, we had to come, in at, come in in the afternoon here. So. But all was good. All was good. Very blessed. Very nice. Very nice. Hey, real quick, do you have advice for Bob? Bobby's got a hoarse voice. Yeah, I'm he gone. He lost his voice. I, my voice is shot, Coach. So have yeah. you ever have you ever come in Monday morning, lost your voice from the game? Like, what have, have you ever had any good, like, remedies to get that voice back, get the larynx working? Yeah, definitely. Uh, lemon. Lemon, whether put it in your water in the morning and, and uh, you know, hot water at night. Perfect. That's always worked best. Best for me. Perfect. Peyton, go get me a lemon, please. I, I need to put it in my tea this morning. There you go. 
Coach, uh, you know, you got the Detroit Lions coming up this week, and obviously the, one of the big things that's going to happen is the Jimmy Johnson Ring of Honor induction. I know you came in the league around the time that, uh, you know, Jimmy was was making that transition out of Dallas and, you know, into Miami, and, and the Cowboys had a certain reputation. Can you just talk about when you came into the league, your your impressions and, and, and the way that you viewed Jimmy's impact in the league and the way those Dallas teams kind of impacted the league back in the 90s? Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, my first year in the league was 1993, and that was just really the you know the height of the you know the, the great teams of the 90s. And uh, you know, it, I, when I look back on that era, I mean, it, it was the you know it was the Cowboys and the 49ers that those were the two elite teams, and and, and obviously, you know, Jimmy Johnson and, and and what he did at Miami, and 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 frankly, just being a kid growing up in Pittsburgh. You know, I remember Coach Johnson on uh, Jackie Sherrill's staff because that, that was a great run they had there. Um, you know, the three years of going eleven and one uh, with Jackie Sherrill at Pitt. So, yes, um, that that was my you know time. The only time I played against those teams was '95. Uh, uh, I was with Kansas City. We came down and played the Cowboys on on Thanksgiving Day. So, uh, I've always had great great respect uh, for Coach Johnson. Coach, when, when you're playing a team like the Lions, that they they I mean you never know if it's a trick play coming or not. Like, do you have to be on high alert when you're playing this team? Oh, I think like anything more, you know, some, some teams more than others. Uh, you know, we, we just, you know, played in the game last week. It was, you know, similar that way as far as the the number of deceptives. And, you know, I think anytime when you're, you know, you look at an offense that has very high formation uh, variation and shifts in motions, you know, it definitely sets up well for potential deceptives. Um, so, yes, definitely. I, I think that's a, I agree with that. Coach, you know, CeeDee Lamb talked this week about this obsession that he has with winning. And I, I think at times some people see, you know, there, there's talk at times about like when things aren't going the right way with the game, people are like, well, maybe CeeDee kind of has the emotions get the best of him. But is that something you don't want to temper in him at all because you say, hey, no, that's a competitive football player who knows the way that he can impact the game and he just is that obsessed with winning. And so you wouldn't want to take that out of him. Yeah, definitely. I, I, mean, I agree with that. I mean, CD Lamb is, you know, the ultimate competitor. Um, you know, I, I I don't see anything wrong with um, you know not 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 being happy uh, when you know when the ebb and flow of the game goes the way it did in the second and third quarter. So, um, you know, I, I not only do you know I love his work ethic and you know his ability, but his passion for for winning is is exactly what you want. I mean, um, I, I don't know why you'd want it any other way. Coach, there are a couple of really good safeties on that side of the field uh, for Detroit this week. Melifonwu, Kirby Joseph, two two really good players there. They've got a, an awesome nickel guy who can play some safety there in Brian Branch. How impressed have you been with, with some of those young players in the secondary that the Lions have? Uh, definitely. I, I think the biggest thing is when you see young players come into, you know, come into the league and in and, and the, and the way that, uh, you know, Detroit plays the last two years, you know, that those guys are definitely a really good fit for their style. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think Joseph, you know, as far as, you know, they're both active, you know, back there, you know, and then like I said, the nickel branches is, is off to a good start, but that is, this will be an excellent, excellent battle for us. I know y'all looked at Laporta, uh, coming out of college. Is, is he as advertised? Did you see this coming from him this soon? Uh, Cause he's been really, really solid this year. Oh yeah, no doubt. I, I think the biggest thing, um, you know, when you look at the, you go back and, and, and look at the you know the college tape. I mean, it's you know you're always looking at the you know 
you know, I'm trying to project, you know, what's the ceiling on this? And I think, you know, one thing you saw with Sam was, you know, definitely in, in Iowa's offense, um, you know, his ability to run block and, and you know, he's he, even able to you can see the, the, the qualities he had as far as you know, being potentially a pass protector too. But, you know, the the snaps were limited in, in the passing game. But the the one thing that I, I recall was not only his ability to run, you know, run routes and, and separate, but, you know, he was, he was exceptional for a tight end with yards after the catch. So, um, definitely, I, I don't think this is anything. I mean, he's having a great year, obviously, for a rookie. But, um, you know, I, I thought he was a very, very well-rounded tight end. Mike McCarthy joining us here on 105 Through the Fan. Uh, it, it's obvious how important Tyron is. Uh, how, how as a coach do you weigh, once you've already clinched a playoff spot, resting and getting a guy ready for the playoffs, making sure he's 100% healthy for the quote-unquote important games versus – you know, still trying to win a division, still trying to get home games, still trying to get higher seeds. How do you weigh the difference there? Well, I think like anything, I mean, um, you know, it's it, it comes down to the health of the player. Um, you know, that's that's really usually a determining factor. Um, and, you know, obviously Tyron has has a long history here, has a, you know, excellent relationship with the strength and uh, conditioning staff, also the you know, trainers and, you know, the rehab component of it. Um, so, you did, like anything, you just you know trust trust the information. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know we're, we're you know we still have more to play for, you know, and, and that's definitely a big part of you know our outlook going into this game Saturday night. Coach, you know, Aiden Hutchinson was obviously uh, one of the top picks in the draft a couple of years ago, and he has just been really impressive, really strong all around player. What stood out to you on tape watching him this week, and and how are you guys going to go about best trying to neutralize him? Uh, I, get, I think the best compliment I give him is he's a complete player. You know, I, I think anything you can always tell, you know, one, what the coaches, you know, at the Lions think of him, you know, and that, that, that shows up in how they move him around. Um, so, you know, he has great versatility. Uh, you know, I, I think his skill set is recognized. He was the first pick in a draft. Um, but, I, you know, I, I just love his motor. Um like the way he plays. He has great spin moves. So, um, excellent, excellent player. No doubtles this week. This week does that mean more Deuce Vaughn action? Say it again. With no no Rico this week, does that mean more Deuce Vaughn? Yeah, uh, Deuce will be up this weekend, so uh, you know we got a plan and uh, looking forward to it. Coach, when you talk about Tyron Smith, there we, we talked about the you know potential wrestling. Obviously, he's listed as questionable. How do you feel about how he's progressed this week and 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 his potential availability as well? I'm sorry, you went out on the first. Part of the uh, yeah, with, with Tyron, obviously, we, we Tyron. made the reference to it. To where he's at. How do you feel about his potential availability with him listed as questionable this week? Oh, I think he has a good chance. I mean, I'm really, when I get done here, I'll go down to the training room. So my goal is, you know, if he practices today, he'll be, he'll be ready to go. So we feel really good about it. Coach, this will be your last chance to uh, play a game at home, obviously, before the season ends. You guys have Washington next week, but – when you come out of back-to-back losses like this, is there a, a certain comfort about saying, hey, we're going to be back at the AT&T Stadium where we've played so well as, as an opportunity to kind of get your, your mojo back, I guess, essentially? Uh, I would say comfort. Comfort breeds complacency. I think just the reality is staying in touch with, you know, who, you know, who we're playing. Uh, I think it's, a, and in my opinion, will be our biggest challenge at home. And I, I just uh, – you know, I, I think we talked about this after the Philadelphia game. I, I think a stretch of games is, is exactly what you're looking for, you know, going into the playoffs. Um, so, you know, like I said, we said earlier in the conversation, we have we still have a lot to play for. 
Um, obviously, need some help uh, from Philadelphia, Philadelphia. But yeah, this this will be a huge, huge challenge for us. And you know, we need to we need to win and grow and get better as we prepare for the you know the playoff tournament. And when you, you know, there's been a lot of discussion this week about, or, or in recent weeks about, you know, kind of the home road splits, obviously, and, and how, you know, the offense, it hasn't been as good on the road as it's been at home. Have you guys looked at, hey, maybe there's, you know, the, the communication, because I know that's been something that's been discussed this week. Has the communication angle been something that you feel like, hey, we've just got to get our communication to a level like it's been at home, whether it be, you know, with the offensive line or, or pre-snap or whatever else? Well, I think the biggest thing is, I mean, um, you know, based on what you define the level is, I mean, the communication at home is obviously entirely different than on the road. I, every team experiences that. Um, so, you know, obviously the the environment you're playing on the road too. Um, you know, we, we're so fortunate with the you know, great fan base we have that, that mm-hmm. they show up on the road. Um, so, you know, sometimes those challenges aren't as big as they as they could be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the communication part of it's is always going to be a little different but you know at the end of the day it's it's about executing in the environment that you're competing in and that's what we're really focused on as as far as those road games do do you think that in general you make too much of the the home road splits then like it's you know playing on the road is not 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 that easy yeah I, i think so but i think it's just part of the Great, great evaluation process of the media. I think you guys got to <laughs> got to have something to dig into. So, I mean, we get it. Um, um, I, I just have always, you know, taken a pro. You look at every game differently. Uh, I think everybody prefers to play at home. I know we do, um, but it's it, it's it's part of winning. And, and if you know, the think you're going to win a championship, um, you know, sometimes you have to go on the road. I mean, that's been my personal experience. So. Um, I, you know, I, I have no qualms about taking this team anywhere, um, and that's really part of the emphasis here in this in this you know final stretch of games. So I think they, you know, we we haven't won the last two, uh, but I think the experiences that we've you know that we've gained from the last two games will, will definitely gives us a chance to pay that forward. Coach, as as we get near the end of the season here, uh, this was obviously your your return to play calling. How fulfilling has it been to to get back to doing that and, you know, be able to, to be involved with that again? And, you know, what have you learned about yourself again as a play caller getting back into this grind? I think the biggest thing, you know, big picture wise I've learned about myself was, you know, quit getting too far away from the basics and, and remember why you're here. And, you know, in the play calling uh, component of it is, you know, there's there's no other thing I'd rather do on a Sunday. And um, so, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm joined it personally, but I think like anything is a discipline and being a head coach, when you lay out the job description and responsibilities for everybody, you, you, you always, you know, have the mindset you, you feel like you do what's best for the best for the team and best, best for that, you know, best for the team at that time. And, and you know, and, that, and I think, you know, coming here when I did and everything we went through in the beginning, you know, you know, I don't, I don't look back on those decisions, but, uh, Definitely, this is where I want to be right now. Coach, I want to ask you about Dan Campbell. I know when he was hired, us us wonderful evaluators in the media, I think a lot of people kind of laughed at his opening press conference. He's going to bite legs off and you know nibble at you or whatever. But he seems like a great leader of men. In, in an era when everyone is going towards the X's and O's genius, they went uh, with just a leader. And, and, and how much of that is you know coming from the playing side and just coming in and being able to, to, to relate to players? Yeah, I, I think a big part of, 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 of being successful in this league is, you know, uh, you don't want to be one-year wonder, and you see it happen all the time. Um, you, you know, 
the best approach is to go in and build a culture and, and build a program. And, you know, when the organization gives you that opportunity, um, I think that leads for the, the chance for sustained success. And that's the biggest challenge in, in my in my experience of being a head coach. And I, and I don't know Dan personally, but, I, you know, just from afar and, and and having spent a lot of time in that division, I, I think he's done a, an outstanding job of building the culture. And, and I think he made it clear what he was after in his press conference. So, um, you know, hey, you know, you may not agree with the, the verbiage or the word selection, but uh, I, I think he clearly laid out his plan. And, and and I think you have to recognize that, you know, their football team plays that way. Hey, Coach, we really appreciate this. Best of luck uh, tomorrow night. Have a great New Year, too. All right, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Coach. As Mike McCarthy, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. One more hour to go. We are getting you to your Saturday and Sunday, your holiday weekend. Nick Eatman and the voice of the Longhorns, Craig Way, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour next on 105 Through the Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.